Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Happy Easter, friends. We continue in the Easter season for 50 days, the 40 days of Easter plus the 10 days to Pentecost. And I hope that you take the time to read from the book of the the Acts of the Apostles because we see the transformation that took place in the apostles after they received the Holy Spirit. The eight days after Easter, we read from that precious book, in what we call the octave of Easter, the eight days after Easter, where the feast cannot be contained in one day. So we hear the resounding joy of the church worshiping God with all full majesty that we have available, trying to beckon the glory of God to come on us and to rejoice with the angels in praising Jesus for resurrecting. In the Monday of this Easter octave, we are on Acts uh, chapter 2. And if you take time to read through that chapter, it's on the day of Pentecost that Peter stands with the eleven and raises his voice. And here is the passionate, a little bit of a firecracker apostle Peter that gets into fights with Jesus and goes against him and denies him. It's just such a passionate character. And we've seen him go from a fisherman that was illiterate, that knew very little about the things of God all the way to the time that he betrays Jesus or that we find him dumbfounded by the by the empty tomb, right? We know that he is there training for a long time and yet he doesn't understand until Jesus returns from the dead and instructs them for these 40 days. So these are the days to dwell and to soak in the Acts of the Apostles because the transformation of Peter, friends, is available to us. Peter says, at the beginning of Acts, after they received the the Holy Spirit. All of you that are staying in Jerusalem, speaking from a balcony, right? He's now open. He's been hiding. He's been afraid. He's afraid even when Jesus is walking amongst them because they're all hiding behind closed doors and Jesus has to walk right through the doors, right? But he says, let this be known to you and listen to my words. You who are children of Israel, hear the words, Jesus the Nazarene, a man commended to you by God with mighty deeds, wonders, and signs, which God worked through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. This man delivered up by the set plan and foreknowledge of God, you killed, using lawless men to crucify him. But God raised him up, releasing him from the throes of death. And listen to the next sentence because it was impossible for him to be held by it. Friends, if you are in a situation that is dire right now, in a relationship that is choking you, in the hospital sick, without a job, confused, not sure where you are supposed to go, know that if you are with Jesus, you will be released because it is impossible 
for death or despair or problems of any kind to be held by Jesus because Jesus has defeated death, which is the ultimate problem that as humans we have. And what does Peter say? He goes to Psalm 16, which means he spent time learning the Psalms and doing the same thing that Jesus did, using them to fight the battles of the Spirit and to instruct others and to worship God. So what does Psalm 16 say? Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you. O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup, you it is who hold fast my lot. So wherever you are in your life, if you are rejoicing because you just got married, if you are in the midst of finals, if you are preparing for a sports competition or for some performance and you are gripped by fear that you have to perform, know that if you are with the Lord, he will keep you safe because he is our hope. And those are the words we hear from Peter in front of this assembly, from this balcony. And he's repeating those words, friends, inviting us to repeat them as well. My brothers, one can confidently say to you about the patriarch David that he died and was buried and his tomb is in our midst to this day. But my friends, he's, he says, Jesus abandoned the netherworld, resurrected, and is seated at the right hand of God, pouring forth the promise of the Holy Spirit. This is the season, friends, to ask for the Holy Spirit to come down on us, to say, come, 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 Holy Spirit, glory of God, shalom of God, fall thick on, our, on us, on our families, on our relationships, on our marriage, on our finances, on our work, on everything that you have given us to do, Father. And where does the church place us? In Matthew chapter 28, with my favorite character in the Bible, besides Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, is Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, who are found today running away from the tomb, fearful and overjoyed. Look at these emotions we study emotions in the Bible in this podcast, pointing to the way that we guide those emotions to align us with the mission that God has for us in his book of life. These two amazing disciples, these two Marys, are fearful and overjoyed. They can hold both emotions at the same time in their hands. And again, if you're in the hospital, if you are in the midst of a terrible loss Hold both emotions and allow yourself to do what we find these women doing, announcing the news to the disciples. And what happens? Jesus comes to meet them on their way. Start, take the first step, say the first words, lift up your arms from your school, from your office, from your hospital, and Jesus is going to come and meet you and greet you. And at that point, what is our response? Friends, let us approach. The Lord is coming our way. Let us approach and let us embrace his feet. That is, let us come into a spirit of humility and worship before the Lord to do him homage. That's the instruction we receive today in the gospel 
reading. And then the Lord tells us, do not be afraid. Let the joy win above the fear. Do not be afraid. Go tell others that they're going to see me in Galilee. And for us, friends, we're going to see him in the mass, in the marketplace. We're going to see, see him in the athletic facility. We're going to see him in the seashore. Wherever we go, if we open our hearts and open our minds and lift up our hands and pray in worship of the Lord, he will meet us where we are. While they're going, Sam and the guard go into the city. They tell the chief priest what's happened and they assemble elders and they take counsel and they give money to the soldiers to say, ah, tell the story that the disciples came and they stole the body. Friends, that's going to happen perhaps to you and me. When we tell the story of the resurrection, when we say that we're lifting up our hands in joy and praise to the Lord because he is risen, there's going to be people who do not believe who do not worship, who do not adore, and that they might themselves come up against us and say, no, this is what happened. And the story tells us that even to this day, that story has circulated amongst the Jews. So, friends, we go to the throne today to say, Father Almighty, you allowed your son to walk the earth so that we could embrace his feet. Thank you, Father Thank you that we can prostrate ourselves at his feet and worship you. Thank you that the Lord's precious feet walk amongst us. Thank you that they were pierced for our transgressions. Thank you, Father, that you call us with our own feet to follow him. We ask that all the prodigals in our families, Father, and in our midst come to you this year, Father, that you will send legions of angels to move hearts and minds, to turn eyes into open mouths, to praise you, to recognize you, to claim you as our Savior. We ask you, Jesus, that you move the hearts of those around us that we've been praying for a long time and that they come to see you, feel you today, that they come to proclaim that you are their Lord today, Father, that the angels will assist in all their ways, especially people amongst the Jewish faith, that we know that today they will receive a special visitation, that today they will wonder and consider who is this Jesus of Nazareth, that somebody will appear in their midst and answer their question, and that they will open their hearts and say, yes, I want to follow this Jesus, that we will receive a call, that we will receive a message, an email, a note as we are passing by, that somebody wants to know about Jesus because they've seen, they've heard something we've done, something we've proclaimed that lets them know there is something here, that the Lord is in our midst, that the Lord is in our hearts, that the Lord is in our minds, that the Lord is in our mouths, in our hands, and the Lord are the feet we follow. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.